maybe I was wrong about um, something I said last in the last episode. Maybe I've seen as many disposable female fiancés in movies as disposable male fiancés. But I don't know. I just feel it's. I I I might have to go back and do a running check someday. Do you know? Do the math, I guess. Uh, but it just feels like more often you see a movie, a romantic movie. It's a a woman. She. She has a fiance, but she meets a new guy, and her fiance becomes disposable. It just seems like I see a more male disposable fiance that I've seen more male disposable fiancés than female disposable fiancés. But I guess I could go back one day and do the math. Not sure. Not sure that would... No, maybe I will. But that's just a thought. Well, with the coronavirus going on and big movies not coming out in summer and being pushed back, I think there's already been like a couple of movies that are going to be pretty big that have been pushed back. The new Fast and Furious movie's been pushed back for another year. And I think New Mutants has been pushed back again. I somehow, you know, that movie's just, yeah. I don't think I'll believe New Mutants is actually in theaters until I have my, until I have a ticket in my hand for New Mutants. You know, until I can actually hold a movie ticket that says New Mutants on it. I'm not sure I'm going to believe that movie's ever happening, but. Yeah, um, Fast and Furious has been pushed back a year. James Bond's been pushed back nine months. And uh, I guess this, although the explanation for that was still kind of vague, unless unless they updated it. But, uh, no, I mean, just James Bond's been pushed back five months or six months or something, whatever. And uh, I think we'll see. It's a possibility that more and more more things will get pushed back, and I'm just and so, uh, 2020 might be an odd year at the movie theaters, and uh, I think Disney's Mulan is being pushed back. Uh, one person said that Disney should just put Mulan on one of their streaming ser- on their streaming service, but eh, that's not going to make the money back. I just don't think that would be a moneymaker move. And then if and then if big event movies do go to streaming services, I think, I don't know, you just wonder that what that would do to the theaters because it's the big event movies that are keeping the theaters in business, I think, to a large extent. And if the big event movies start going to streaming services, you know, you just wonder what will happen to theaters. But I don't know. People probably predicted the death of the movie theater before. Maybe people predict the death of the movie theater again. So you never know what could happen. But yeah, this is this is lining up to be an... So far, this is lining up to be an odd year. Yeah, I, I didn't know for a while why, why movies had fake presidents. And, uh, that sounds kind of strange, but when I was younger, I never quite understand why they had a fake president, because I figured, you know, 
president's most famous man in America. You may not know your congressman, but even as a even as a kid, even as as a kid in like high school, you kind of know who the president is. So I figured having a fake president would kind of take you. If the movie's supposed to be anywhere near realistic, I figured having a fake president would just be kind of like a big blaring thing, like, this is a movie, this is a movie, this is a movie. So for a while, I didn't quite get why movies had fake presidents. But then then later, later, I kind of figured it out. The reason movies have fake presidents is because when you have a fake president, you can have your president be whoever you want it to be. And if the movie's not really political, you can have your hero, your president be a hero. And since the movie's and since the movie's really not political, the movie's really not that political. You don't really have to get into what party the president is or what his politics are. So your president can, if you if you need your president be a hero in a non-political movie, it's easy to use a fake president because hey. He doesn't come with the he doesn't come with the the associations of the real president, but you know, as I said, when I was younger, I didn't quite get it for a while why movies had fake presidents. So that's just a little thought today. Twenty One Bridges is a police thriller with Chad McBoseman starring as a uh, cop who is known for killing criminals. And in, even like in the first, even and even early in the movie, he's in he's being he's being talked to by Internal Affairs about his uh, I guess his habit of lethal the force uh, habit habit of resorting to lethal force or that you know, or just how often he seems to result he seems to use lethal force. But, and then, but later, later, uh, he gets called to a crime scene. There are some dead cops. And so, he's, he's looking for two criminals who killed, killed about five or six cops. And now, suddenly, some, and some of the other cops on duty who are called to the scene, they know, of, they know of him and his reputation, and they don't seem that, and they don't seem bothered by the idea that he won't bring them back. He won't bring the crooks back alive. One of these cops is J.K. Simmons, and I'm not going to spoil anything. But come on, if if you you know J.K. you know J.K. Come on, you know who he you you would not be surprised that there's a little more to J.K. And first appears. Okay, and if, if that's considered a spoiler, I guess I spoiled. But you know, J- just saying, it's not bad. Bo- uh, Bozeman's good, uh, and I think he's the probably the he, he's probably the biggest draw in the movie. Uh, it's it's under two hours. Hey, you know, I usually do like that in a movie. Uh, I don't know what I've got on this thing. I, I don't hate longer movies. I just think that some movies are long. I just feel like a lot of movies are longer than they need to be. 
you know, I just I just kind of feel like uh, uh, movies are longer than they need to be. Uh, there's that famous there's that famous story of Jack Lemmon talking to director Wilder, and uh, was it? Oh God, I forgot his name. First name. But the the famous director Wilder, I think, it was Richard. Now, great. Now I can't remember his first name. Oh, but okay, the famous director. He'd also done Double Indemnity, I think, and he'd also done Sunset Boulevard and Some Like It Hot. Billy Wilder. I don't know why that name just totally struck me. Okay, Billy Wilder and Jack Lemmon made a movie together, The Apartment. And there was a great and there was a really good scene that Lemon liked in it and Wilder edited it out of the film. And uh and women and Wilder were talking, and uh, eventually uh, Wilder said, "You know, the movie just played better without it." And so, like he, uh, that Wilder had a vision for the film as a whole, not just as a collection of scenes. He could figure out, like, "Hey, you know, yeah, that's not that scene's not bad, but we don't need it." And the movie plays better. We don't need it. The movie and the and and if we take it out, the movie's actually better without it. And that's a and not everyone. That's just you know he had an eye for the film, as a uh, he had an eye for the entire film. And so I just think I think sometimes like modern movie directors or some or something with the way movies are made, I just don't think there's a. I don't think there are people with that kind of eye working in films anymore sometimes because it seems like a lot of movies are just too long. Okay, well, back to this movie. I, dig uh, I digress. Uh, this is why I need a partner to do these podcasts with. Someone to tell me to get back to the point. But, you know, this is not bad. I mean, Bozeman's pretty good. It's nice to see J.K. Simmons. And... Um, And apparently, the John Carter star is is now becoming kind of supporting character, and uh, you know, good for him. He's still working, and so yeah, this isn't good. It's not great. Uh, I guess I didn't miss anything by not seeing this in theaters, and I may not see it again. But, you know, I've seen worse than this. And if Chadwick Boseman comes back in a couple of years with another police thriller, I'm willing to give it a shot. Well, I guess that's it for this episode. Hmm, I think I did this episode without a, uh, an intro. But that's okay, you know. Um, you know, thanks for listening. Hope. Oh. And uh, I just not sure what next episode, what next week's episode's gonna be, because I'm just not, I'm not terribly afraid of going to the movies, but I, you know, no, I mean, I, I don't want to make light of this uh, the coronavirus thing, but. You do kind of wonder, that is two hours, 
That is a, that's about two hours in a in a location with all how, how many other people? Some of them you you know you some of them you just don't know. Uh, well, most of them I guess you don't know, and uh, so we'll see. I mean, that's the reason some of these movies aren't coming out because I guess they're concerned about health, maybe. You know, um, but I I don't know, so I'm not sure I'm gonna be going to any movies. Cause I kind of want to go to a movie tomorrow, but because it's been a couple weeks since I've been to one, but now I just don't know if it's the right thing to do. You know that if you know if if the new movie is the right thing to do. So we'll see. Again, thanks for listening. Uh, subscribe if you have the option to. That'd be nice. Um, have a great day. Bye.